private, we see private label as kind of an advanced strategy. We start people out with simpler strategies where they're putting money in the bank as they learn. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Hello, it's Sean Hart back with another episode, along with Seth Stevens of the Post Purchase Podcast. And Seth, this episode, buddy, I've been waiting for a long, long time. We have such a special guest today. What a treat for the community out there in the Post Purchase Podcast world. Seth, I can't wait to get started. Sean, it's funny. You have, you've been talking about um, our special guest today for a really long time, and it's even uh, funnier because he's right here um, in Indiana along with us, even though it's taken us a long time to, to put this together. We're super excited to bring on uh, Jim Cockrum. So guys, let's uh, welcome Jim to the show here. Hey guys, hey, thanks for the invite. Good to see you. Man, so much fun. Uh, I know we had a little bit of a prelude, you and I, before Seth joined us, but I've, seriously, man, I've been so stoked about getting you on here. You're one of the guys in our industry. There's a reason why they call you Silent Jim, right? You're like silent but deadly because like what you were just telling me, you said, listen, Sean, if they haven't listened to at least 30 of our episodes, I just tell folks straight out, we don't have anything for you. So (laughs) I think that's uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, You're the kind of guy that what you see is what you get. Uh, You say what you mean. You mean what you say. You're also a believer. Seth and I are as well. We're not afraid to admit it. So I really appreciate that. Hats off to you, man. Say hello. Yeah. God bless you guys, man. I appreciate doing this. And yeah, this is ministry. This is long-term for me. I've been doing this 20 years. This is the only income my family's had for 20 years, e-commerce. Uh, so start out on eBay and started teaching some people how I was making money on the side on eBay. And that grew into what, to my knowledge, is now the the most established e-commerce co- coaching program in the industry. We've been doing it 18 years now. Man. We've had about 10,000 coaching students. That's not courses and books. That's coaching students. That's high-end coaching students. So I'm just blown away. A team of 60 coaches at this point. And uh, I just get to work with some of the most creative and hardworking, honest families of integrity that are doing this for the right reason. And I'd say about 90% of our core team, which is about 100 people, are believers. And they consider this their ministry as well. Meaning it's not just about helping people make more money. It's about getting marriages rescued and keeping families together under the same roof, ideally, whenever possible, and being, bring people closer to God in their, their walk with the Lord. Uh, but yeah, it, I've got no quick hit. Hey, you know, here's the magic formula to get someone to buy stuff from you right now. You know, here's the words you use. Like, I don't do that. Let's build a relationship. Get to know me. If it takes <laughs> you a year and a half to trust me and give me some money of a course or a book, hey, that's great. You know, let, let's do this journey together. But that's, that's, that's the business in a nutshell. I believe in the slow and steady. Tortoise always beats the hair, man. That's, that's our business. That's model. amazing relationships, business, everything. Move it at a nice, steady pace. Tell us a little bit about the silent sales machine radio, Jim, and what you'd want folks to know about that. Yeah, I appreciate you giving me the chance to talk about myself. I don't know how interesting people will find that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a bunch of Amazon podcasts out there, and there's some real talented people out there doing great things for sure, and I'm a fan of a lot of the people in this industry. Uh, but we've, we've carved out a bit of a niche for Amazon sellers who are new. They don't really know what they're doing. They don't have confidence yet. Maybe they haven't actually had that first thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollar month on Amazon yet, and they're they're feeling their way through. That's our target market for the silent sales machine radio. It's about at this point three, four hundred interviews with our successful students, just wow. talking through how they did, what they did, following the program that we've mapped out over the years, and. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's a different approach to Amazon. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask a huge favor. We don't sell anything on the show because we just want to provide you with the best content and then let you get on with your day. As an Amazon seller, you know how important reviews are. And this podcast 
is no different. I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave us a review on your podcast app right now so we can help more sellers just like you. Thank you. Now let's get back into the show. Private, we see private label as kind of an advanced strategy. We start people out with simpler strategies where they're putting money in the bank as they learn. And we've got colleges using our content now, assigning our podcast as homework. We get about 100,000 downloads on iTunes a month for the Silent Sales Machine Radio. It's an e-commerce podcast for anybody who's trying to use the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income. That's the tagline. And yeah, God's blessed it, man. It's, it's doing well. That's amazing. So, so Jim, um, thinking about who you're serving, you're serving these entrepreneurs and it's like that, you know, the initial stages of, of building something amazing, right? They, they have to take that first step, but we always like to start at the very beginning for our guests. So let's rewind 18 years ago to when you got into the business and how did you get into the business and what made it so special to you? And why did you choose to uh, go down this path? Yeah. Whenever I'm asked to tell my story, Seth, I'm very sensitive to the fact that I want it to be something that has takeaways that people can use in their own life and start to make money or move their business forward. Yeah. So it's not just, I was born a young man. I mean, I, I don't want to just do the bio thing. People can read, they know how to use Google. But the thing I do want to drive home and emphasize is if you're not doing this with a long-term approach, you're doing it the wrong way. And early on, I didn't have that long-term approach, that relational approach. I wasn't thinking in my mind that every transaction was the start of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. When I finally settled into that mindset, I would say about 15 or so years ago, is when this thing just became such a blessing. It's amazing to have people come up to you at events and you speak and they come up and they, they just pour their hearts out, emotional. I've had literally people in the last month tell me our marriage was saved because of things we learned from your team. Wow. And that's doing it the right way, right? That's not yeah. selling a $5 ebook and hopefully you never have to deal with that person again. Hopefully they don't refund. No, it's let's build a community where people know each other, they care, intimate relationships form. And so that's been my journey. It, it's a leadership journey, if you will, of going from, I need some extra money so I can pay the bills and make life a little more comfortable for my family to, I'm starting to really care for these people. Let's build something together to, I'm leading a team of people that are caring for a large number of people that most of whom I probably will never get to meet. So, so let's build infrastructure here that serves well, even those people at the farthest reaches of our, of our community. Uh, and that, that's been the journey for me. And I hope that serves others who are kind of on this leadership journey of e-commerce. It's a very impersonal, almost sterile landscape where you can kind of just shut your laptop at the end of the day and all the people go away. But <laughs> don't do it that way. Get involved. Use formats like this. Use Zoom. If, if you think a phone call will do, no, use Zoom. If you think Zoom will do, no, meet in person and build real relationships. That's been the journey for me. Well, Jim, I got to give a little bit of history and context here. All three of us are Indiana Hoosier boys. You know, I left here 30 years ago. Now I'm back. Seth lives in Shelbyville. You're in Greenwood. It's, uh, I would say that this is a very wholesome area compared to a lot of, and I've been to 54 countries now around the world. And this area is very wholesome and, and uh, family friendly compared to some others. Sure. My history with you is, and, and this is 100% accurate, you are the very first person in our industry that I even heard use the word community. Because I was a guest on one of your podcasts back in 2016, right. we were talking about China sourcing, yep. and you were all about community. Mm -hmm. And what you said just literally made the hair stand up on my arms. As you said, it's all about building relationships. So mm -hmm. Seth and I are huge, huge proponents about it's not just one and done. We're not in a transactional business. The right. real value, Jim, is in the customer. It's not in the product. It's not in the glop or the widget that you're selling. It's in that end user. So that's what Post Purchase Pro is all about. We focus on building a relationship post-purchase. So I can't thank you enough for bringing that up. That was not even rehearsed, but I've no, been to your event in Orlando. 
Uh, we uh, co-opt on a, on a China sourcing trip. I've spoken yeah. at a couple of uh, raise events for homeschool children and uh, shared and basically served the community. And that was a, a phrase that I got from you. So tell us a little bit about the book. I know right now it's outdated. You say you're out of books, but the, as soon as I met you over the phone, yeah. or maybe it was a Zoom call back then, the first thing I did was I have the book with the yellow cover, you know, and right. uh, I, I, I devoured that as much as I could. And I think it's like iteration seven or eight or something. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in the process of writing version 10. And I would encourage you, if you've got any of the older versions, you can probably safely tuck them into whatever your trash can <laughs> is referred to because the industry has changed so much. Now I've, I still hear from people that gain great value from it, but I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to content. I want to be relevant and real and, and use it today. So I'm very proud of our podcast, which has the same name, silent sales machine radio instead of silent sales machine, the book, the, the most recent version of the book is about five years old at this point. Get, get into the podcast, listen to 220 episodes of us interviewing successful students using the latest strategies. And, and that's really where I pour my heart and my time. We do two or three episodes a week and uh, that show is doing really well for us. Uh, but I want to revisit something that you just said, talking about community. And uh, I've been studying Hebrew a ton and I'm, you know, I won't dive into necessarily why the last seven, eight years. Uh, but that's the original language of the Bible, the Old Testament. And one of the concepts I've learned in there that's been the driving force behind this whole call to community is the fact that in Hebrew, a transaction is seen as the beginning of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. That's not terminology I came up with. 2,500-year-old wisdom from one of the most <laughs> successful e-commerce cultures the planet's ever produced, inarguable the most successful per capita. It's inarguable, but they see a transaction as the beginning of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. So if you're not treating transactions as an opportunity for a relationship, you're doing it wrong, which is spins right back to what you guys are all about and what you've built. And I'm not as familiar with it as I could and should be. And I'll become more familiar with that, but that needs to be the aim of every transaction. Can I tell you a little story about a, a senior vice president at Amazon that I met and the question he asked me, this guy reports to Bezos. You have the floor. Okay. This illustrates very well how, how, important I see this topic. This isn't just a fluff topic for me. And it will change your life and change your business if you pay attention to this. So I was at a lunch. This has been about three and a half years ago with a senior vice president at Amazon by his invite, by the way. And the question he asked me, because we have a large community of people, we're selling Amazon, sell our community well. And he said, hey, if you were in charge of Amazon for a week, what changes would you make? How cool is that? This that guy reports cool. to Bezos and he's asking me that question. So I said a quick prayer. I said, God, give me wisdom. What, what reply should I say here? I want to be, I want to have influence. And I said, and I had never thought about the question before till that moment. And God just dropped it on my mind, man. I knew instantly what I was supposed to say. I said, how would you like to take market share from Facebook that you don't currently have? And he's like, you got my interest. And I said, what I've told you guys a couple of times already, a transaction is the beginning of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. Right now, what you do on Amazon is you keep the buyer over here and you keep the seller over here and you build this wall called Amazon between them and they're not allowed to talk or communicate or build a relationship. If you pull that wall down, even if you charge the sellers money to pull that wall down, we're talking more revenue for you, but now we're talking more transactions. We're talking emotionally vested customers who see your platform as a place of interaction and community. Who sees Amazon as a community right now? No one. <laughs> you pull that wall down and suddenly you've got mutually beneficial interactions happening, these transactions, right? So he was like, that is very interesting. He liked my answer. And I've heard rumor that Amazon's kicked around some doing some things like that, but that's how important I see this topic. That's, that's so amazing that you just brought that up because like right now um, I'm going through again for probably the umpteenth time, the gospel of, of Luke. And when Jesus tells the, the, the 12 apostles, 
don't worry, I'll give you the words. I'll put the words and the wisdom in your heart when the time comes, you know? So that's Absolutely. amazing that it, that it happened that way. And walk in and the as spirit, you, man. As, as you know, like you said, that wall between the seller and the platform is causing a lot of, of strife and, and it, it creates a problem in our world, Jim, where a lot of our clients that we work with, they're in the Amazon business. You know, I'm building an Amazon business mm-hmm. and we're huge proponents about focusing on the, on the customer and that relationship so that you can go back to the well every time you're thirsty, Seth. Yeah, definitely. And just like you, Jim, we love actionable content. So what are some uh, nuggets that you can give the audience that, you know, maybe it's it's things that people are continually messing up right now or things that you're seeing that are working? Like what should sellers be thinking about right now? You know, I, I presented uh, another time I presented uh, in Hong Kong at an event and, and it, it about 150 people there, I think. And I, I had my presentation ready, my slides ready. And I just say a quick prayer like I do before I talk. And this is answering your question, Seth. And then like, what do you have for these people today? God, let me speak to them with wisdom. And, and uh, if it's not this presentation, tell me. <laughs> it wasn't. I hopped up on stage and I said, how many of you guys have talked to, either on the phone or via Zoom or in person, more than three to five of your business contacts in the last month? Put your hand up. And only like maybe five or 10 hands went up. And I said, I know what my topic is. I'm getting ready to kick your butts because <laughs> you are not doing this right. You Love have it. got to. And this is an e-commerce Amazon tip. You think, well, Jim, I want an Amazon. I want to know how to rank my product better. You know, what's it? give me a pay-per-click tip. This is better than any of those right now. You know, you guys are going to be doing that series here soon with tips. Here it is. Pick up your phone every single day, not to text or to play Angry Birds, <laughs> but to call somebody, man. Yay. Get them on the other line. <laughs> Do what we're doing right here. Get them onto a Zoom interact, go to meetups, go to events. There's a rule of thumb. Uh, Again, this is another lesson from, from the Hebrew culture when it comes to business. But if you want to be 10 times more powerful than a, than a written message, speak it. If you want to be 10 times more powerful than the spoken, get on a video like this. If you want to be 10 times more powerful than this, what we're doing right here, interacting, do it in person. There's a 10x each time you move forward. And I would argue you could even make, say, maybe even a 50 or 100x. Because when you go to a live event, that you can't recreate that energy and that feeling. God put oh. that in us. We need others. So that's my number one, two, and three tip is if you're not intentionally meeting face-to-face over Zoom, using the technology we have to stay in touch and to emotionally communicate, body language is 70% of communication. Mm-hmm. Females know this intuitively. Us guys think we can avoid that. <laughs> like, no, you can't avoid that. <laughs> body language is so much of communication. And yet we cut it out of our lives almost entirely as e-commerce business builders. You can't do it. I, I'll, I'll make my point. Finally, I'll put a cap on it with this and I'll stop beating <laughs> folks up. But if you think of the most hardened warriors, military, Marines, you know, like the Green Berets, the Navy SEALs, if you want to break one of those guys in about four days, you know how you do it? Without doing anything else, you just put them in a, in a, in a box by themselves. No outside communication. Really? Don't tell them how long they're going to be there. Cut them off from other people. You'll break the most hardened warrior that imaginable in just wow. a few days. You'll destroy them psychologically. Powerful. We're not made for that. We can't handle it, but we do it to ourselves as business builders in e-commerce. For we sure reason. do. And Jim, every time that I go to a live event, I, uh, you know, I always dread the travel and I'm like, ah, do I really need to go? But once I come home, I'm like full of energy. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it puts a fire in you that you can't yeah. get. Um, sitting there in your own little box, like we force ourselves into. And especially now in Mm e-commerce land where you're looking into this box, sitting in a box and then shipping out a box. It's like your whole life is a box, right? (laughs) Great illustration. Yeah. It's the reason we're supposed to go to church instead of just watch it on Zoom and they're convenient at 3 PM in between football games. No, it's not the same thing. You gotta be rubbing elbows, annoying each other, getting through it. 
Yes. So unfortunately, I watched this debacle last night uh, remotely on television. That was a catastrophe. But before we hang this thing up, there are a couple of fun uh, questions that we like to ask our guests. Sure. Obviously, uh, since you opened up a can of worms when we finish here, I'm going to reach out to you and figure out how Seth and I can come play basketball with you to be more meaningful <laughs> and uh, hang out. If you can sweat together, then you can Always up for some hoops, man. <laughs> All right, good. Well, Seth, he's a legend in his own mind when it comes to uh, who's your basketball. So first question is, what is the, the 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 top two? If you can narrow it down to one, it'd be even even better. The top two business books that you could recommend that have been impactful for you uh, throughout the years. Can I grab it? It's over here. Please. I'm going to vanish off screen Please. for a second. My yeah. most recommended outside the Bible itself, which by the way, the Bible has twice as much to say about money and business as it does love and prayer combined. It is the best business book you can ever dive in. I don't care what your worldview is. You could be an atheist. You dive into that book, you're going to get some money and business tips. I, I dropped a couple of them on you today. Those are, that's not gym wisdom. That's yeah. that's straight from the book. Let me grab my Great book. Stuff, please. Wisdom. Yeah. So, uh, Seth, I told you this was going to be a fun interview. One of the one of the yeah. best ones yet. You know, Jim is a unique. He, he's a unicorn in our industry. And he's one of those guys that's like, look, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is accurate information. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. But all right, let's see. Oh, my gosh. I, you're the one who recommended that to me. Yes, sir. Business Secrets from the Bible. It's sitting yeah. on the shelf I, in my other office right now. I told you about that book, Seth. Good friend oh. of mine. We've become good friends. He's spoken at my event a few times. He's done amazing. If you want to hear the most amazing September 11th keynote you've ever heard in your life as a business lesson, and this guy hits it out of the park, Business Secrets from the Bible, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, incredible man. And you literally could say, okay, Jim, talk for three hours right now and teach us 50 things we don't know <laughs> because I'm dove deep and you'd be, I'd blow your socks off. And it's all straight from the Bible, the best-selling book in world history, the foundation of Western civilization itself, a book that Jordan Peterson calls bigger than truth. Wow. Jordan Peterson is not a Christian, mind you. He said truth comes from that book. Our whole culture is built on the truth from that. The concept of good and evil comes from that book, right? Rabbi Daniel Lappin tops into it as a, as a he's not a Christian, right? This is an Orthodox Jewish rabbi, but he sees the Bible as a business guide. And there are some powerful lessons in there. And it's not common sense. It's not just, hey, be honest. You know, you better have some integrity. It's not obvious things like that. It's not Sunday school lessons. It's very practical. Go, go do this. You will make more money type of tips and strategies. I can't recommend it highly enough. This is crazy. You recommended that to me. As soon as you started talking about you were studying Hebrew, it's the first thing that came to mind. I was like, I'm going to remind Jim that he, he introduced me to that book. Seth, I told you about it about two years ago. Remember, I wanted to take some of those lessons and throw those yeah. into our podcast. You were like, I, I don't know if we ought to do that. But Seth, you've never read the book. I have. It's, I have it. I have it. It's, it's phenomenal. So I've, I've got us, this thing so marked up. I mean, you could turn to any page in here and you're going to see I've got notes. I've, I've read it so many. There's a note on every page, man. I'm just like, wow in little reminder cards. And yeah, uh, it is a go-to resource. I've taught a Bible study in my house on this, uh, going through the book. Actually, people couldn't get me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So speaking of books, I still need to get you a copy of our book. Uh, I told you about it, Private Label Millionaire Secrets. Yes. I think you're going to love some of the old school marketing tactics that Seth and I go through in there. So Can't last question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, last question is, I mean, we're all in business for a different reason. We all have a, 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 a better I don't know. I guess the best way to put it is our why. Why do we do what we do? A lot of the folks out there, this is a seller-facing podcast. They have a goal in mind, whether it's financial or, or freedom or spiritual, doesn't matter. So what have you splurged on financially in the last 12 months that you don't regret? 
what have I splurged on financially that I don't regret? Something that you purchased that that you don't regret. You know, a lot of these purchases that we go out and splurge on, sometimes yeah. we regret it later. It, it, interesting question. I can appreciate the premise, man, but I don't, I can't, I don't make it by a lot of things that I end up regretting. I'm not an impulsive guy. <laughs> I, you know what? I see this all as stewardship, dude. Okay. And stewardship means you're managing resources that belong to another who will eventually return and request them back with interest. That's what stewardship is. We learned that in the gospels. That's the parable of the talents. Yes. I don't, I don't spend a lot of money on myself. I really don't. I think people will be again. How much money flows through here. And like, I just, I don't see the need. Stuff doesn't do it for me, man. Well, just to give you an idea, Seth's biggest splurge was his fancy ping pong table. How yeah, goofy is that? It, but it means man. a lot. Maybe you have a great indoor basketball or hey, some you know, Reebok pumps, you know? <laughs> I buy nice new running shoes every three to 400 miles, and I do kind of go all out for those. I'll give you that. Okay. I, I go a little I wasn't looking for a Lamborghini or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it does. It literally, I don't know. There must be something wrong with me. I don't hold it against people who see value in those things. I mean, there's people in my family, my kids, like they love nice things, a good watch or whatever. Like it just has never done it for me, man. It does, it does nothing for me. Well, it did a lot for me in my twenties, but now I really don't care. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you got kids that love you and a life and and a bright future, and you're serving God. Like that stuff is just so much more valuable to me. Definitely, Seth. I told you this was going to be a lot of fun. You know, we're going to have to get uh, Jim back on here again. So, why don't you uh, wrap this up for us? Absolutely. So, Jim, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We're definitely going to come and look you up and play some uh, hoops. I can't wait to see Sean shoot a basketball. I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen that. So, uh, <laughs> you got to have the mini basketballs, you know, that I can pump. <laughs> I'm six foot six, Jim, and I cannot dunk. So I remember you being a tall dude. I think I probably even asked you if you played ball. <laughs> well, usually when people say, do you play basketball? I'll answer with, why no? Do you play miniature golf? And then that gets them off my back. So. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Seth? Yep, exactly. So we'll come hit you up, Jim, for some hoops. But thank you so much for being a guest today. Um, I, I love the uh, the passion and in in the energy you bring. So we'd be um, honored to have you back on in the future. But for now, this has been another episode of the Post Purchase Podcast. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Make sure you check out Silent Sales Machine Radio Podcast. It is amazing. I'm actually one of the guests from a long time ago. He hasn't deleted me yet. Jim Cochran, can't say uh, thank you enough. Don't go anywhere, my friend. God bless you guys. Thank you. Please take a second right now and share this podcast with someone you know that would find it valuable. The fastest way for us all to grow is to grow together. And if you haven't followed our podcast yet, do that right now so you won't miss out. I'll see you on the next episode.